she drove up to the house, coming home from the gym. She was met by sirens and emergency vehicles. Before the officer finished his sentence, it was like she knew what he was going to say. Perhaps because she did. I'm Christina. And I'm Kristen. And today on The Real Crime Podcast, no one dies. But Dahlia DiPolito is going to wish she had... Dahlia, Dahlia, Dahlia. Yeah. First off, so if you're here for murder, no one actually dies today. So go home or stick around anyway, because this case is totally wild, to say the least. It's pretty interesting. It is. I'm so excited that we're recording this. And yeah, it's going to be amazing. So let's get started here, kind of introducing actor number one, because everyone in this episode is an actor, even the cops. Like, um, literally. Exactly. <laughs> so, Dahlia DiPolito, by day a real estate agent, by night a prostitute, because, hey, times are tough. And then there's her new husband, Mike DiPolito. Not exactly an innocent party in life, but certainly in this. And then there is the boyfriend, because there's always a boyfriend, who is Muhammad Shahada. Now, trust me, there are other players, too, but let's kind of start here. The scene, Boynton Beach, Florida. Have you ever been to Boynton Beach? No. Neither have I. I not say that I have, no. nor have I ever heard of it. No, really? Oh, I've heard of it, but I've, I've never actually physically been there. What's so. it supposed to be like? Uh, you know, like a Florida beach town. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, based on what these people looked like. I would have guessed close to like a New Jersey beach town. That's that's fair. There, uh, there's but, definitely like a Jersey Shore vibe to it, but yeah. I think like that's sort of with purpose. I don't know. I it's, think also it could it just was be like that time frame where Jersey Shore was like a big thing, and I think everybody was like GTLing it sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, it took me a second to figure out what you were just saying. Oh, say so, so GTL, <laughs> um, Jim Tan Laundry. <laughs> Because that's, that's uh, Jersey Shore life, you know. So Mike and Dahlia actually met while Mike was still married to his ex-wife. Dahlia was, at that point, to him, a hired sex worker. But soon after their initial rendezvous, Mike found himself separated from his first wife, then divorced, then married to Dahlia. So Mike kind of had a sordid past, we'll say. He was actually convicted of committing fraud and actually did some prison time. He did like two years in prison for the fraud. He was also on probation and was ordered to pay back uh, anyone who he had stolen from. So he was like actively working towards that. So I just kind of want to point out towards his character who he was stealing from. It was old people. He would make like cold calls to old people and be like, 
um, do you want to invest in my company and then just take their money? Just like, um, what's her face? The the Real Housewife from Salt Lake City, uh, Jen Shaw. It's cool. You don't watch the the Real Housewives. It's fine. No but all my, Real Housewives, <laughs> all my Real Housewives out there definitely know who I'm talking about. Yeah, very, very similar. And um, I mean, that's why I basically said, like, he's an innocent party in this but like not in life to say the least. Yeah, not a great person, I don't no. think. No, no, no. So he was working on kind of making amends and and all of that and now Dahlia according to her didn't know this about him, didn't know that he had spent time in prison, all of those details, but then found out after they were married. I mean, that all happened pretty quickly, so It did. It's very possible that that's true. And it's also kind of a, a good reason to get to know the person that you're going to marry. <laughs> um, and like, maybe not just like be like, wow, that sex was great. I'm going to divorce my wife and you and I should def- definitely get hitched. And yep. she's like, okay, cool. I'm going to, you know, just focus on selling houses right now and probably stop sleeping around as a sex worker if I'm going to marry you. Maybe not, though. Maybe not, though. Maybe not. We'll see. So shortly after getting married... Dahlia and Mike had been having some really wild run-ins. In fact, since Mike and Dahlia married, he had his vehicle searched, found a note on his car demanding money when they had gone to the gym together, and had drugs planted in his vehicle around the time of one of those surprise vehicle searches. He had also gotten kind of violently ill from a beverage that he had had in the household. And we all we all know what that means. It's usually not good. Um, We we did just cover Lizzie Borden. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Usually not great. Now, granted, Dahlia wasn't out there buying poison, but like antifreeze can definitely do a number on a person. Now, Mike had, like I said, been trying to live on the straight and narrow, kind of make amends, and he couldn't understand why all of these things were happening. At this point, Mike and Dahlia had only been married less than a year, like six months, I think it was. And all of these odd things just started taking place in this like rapid succession, like they just one right after another. And a lot of times I feel like it was when they went to the gym together yeah so mike had his um routine right right yeah that's it that's it of going to the gym in the morning dahlia normally didn't go with him she wasn't like a gym person at all but a few like i think it was like two three weeks before like leading up to this incident she started going with him like once or twice right like on a uh, but try to make it like right to try to make it like a regular yeah yeah thing and hey you know like good on her she's trying to get her fitness on or an alibi or an alibi you know we'll see believable we'll (laughs) see we'll see so dahlia had already started stepping out on mike at this point and it was with an ex-boyfriend who was named muhammad in fact muhammad is what brings us all together in this wild and outlandish tale so while with Muhammad, Dahlia basically says, guess what? I'm done with my marriage, my very short-lived six-month marriage. She was actually trying to talk to him about the antifreeze also. Right, 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 right. Exactly. Like how to poison someone with like antifreeze. How, how do you poison someone <laughs> with antifreeze? Why would you do that? Don't tell another party. While we're, while we're talking about it. Um, 
So she basically says, hey, Muhammad, I want to have my husband killed. Like, I don't want to get my hands dirty. I want to have my husband killed. Can you help out? And Muhammad's like, sure, absolutely. Can totally help out. Goes straight to the police and is like. (laughs) Which, you know, good on you. I know. A lot of people don't do that. They laugh it off and they're like, oh, they're just kidding. And he's like, this bitch is crazy. (laughs) I'm going to go ahead and go straight to the police. And like, honestly, good on him. Because how many times have we sat here and talked about the boyfriend who's like, yeah, let me hook you up with a hitman or I'll take care of it or whatever it happens to be. And then it's a very different story that we end up telling. Right. Um, so in this place, mom, it's like, look, and the police are just like, this is what we've been waiting for all our lives. Maybe Boynton <laughs> Beach is very boring. I don't know. But it's like every single police officer in this scenario was like shooting for the Oscar. They were all like retired actors or like failed actors. And they're like, we're going to we're going to plan the greatest sting of our lives. And bonus, Cops was actually, like the TV show Cops was actually filming at their precinct for that week. Yes. So it was like perfect timing. It was amazing. They're like, we're all going to be famous. We're (laughs) going to go viral. This is amazing. So the police plan a sting and they use an undercover officer to play the hitman. So Dahlia and the hitman get together, right? And the entire time, obviously, the hitman's wearing a wire. She's being recorded. Everything is, you know, there's tons of audio, tons of video. Everything is recorded. He tells her what he needs financially. And I think it was like $7,000. Like, it wasn't even. I think it was like 6000 because. Oh, no. I think, I think it was like, like 3000 something well, like really low. And so, I remember being like, seriously? Like, we might want to bump that number up. I think it was like a $3,000 deposit. And okay. then like, he would get the rest that afterwards. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because like, you got to watch out for yourself. You know, he's got to buy supplies. Like, he can't be doing that out of pocket. It's oh crazy. So he tells her all these details. And I mean, like, literally listening to the recordings of her talking to this hitman, she is all too comfortable talking about this. She, the the um, fake hitman was like, do you really want, like, is this really what you want? Yes. And she said, what, 1,000%? 5,000%. This is <laughs> what like, I want. 5,000%. I want him <laughs> dead. So they made this whole arrangement. And the arrangement was that she would leave to go to the gym while Mike was home recovering from his surgery. Or he'd be out running errands. And at that point, the hitman could take him out. She also made sure to mention that Mike would be stopping at a bank to get $10,000 out on a specific day. And she's like, so you could just like take that as a bonus, right? Like you could just kill him and then take the money that he just took out of the bank if you do it after the bank run. But he'd have to do it right like right after the bank because he was going right to the office, which was right next door. She gave exact locations explicit explicit instructions absolutely and gave like i mean like there's just no denying like in these recordings she gives like so when she's describing how to get to her house as one of the options she's like so you know like where the taco bell is you're gonna make a right and it's just like it's like i would give directions to someone trying to find my house or like trying to find a building or something no street names really it's just like yeah landmarks yeah you go that way (laughs) this is the address it's probably gps friendly but like if you don't want that in your car or your gps tracker like just make the right and like go down a couple of miles it'll be fine you'll find it you'll find it so the plan's now in motion 
And the morning of August 5th, 2009, Dahlia leaves the house saying she's headed to the gym. So though she had been going with Mike, it was really out of character for her to go by herself. She had never done that before. Ever. And she hadn't even gone with him that often. Like, it was only, like, a couple times that they had gone Literally, together. Literally, like, a handful. Like, a handful. And, like, why didn't she just say, like, I'm going to go to Target? I don't I don't know. Like, well, I feel it like- was early in the morning. I don't think stores... Well, Target doesn't open that early. Target doesn't open that early. You're right. I don't know. 24-hour Walmart? I'm sure Florida's got a couple of those. Oh, like, yeah. Come on. Definitely. Come on. Taco Bell for breakfast? At hell, <laughs> hell yeah. Open late. Let's do this. So Mike was definitely the gym rat. Like we said, he was all GTL. And since Dahlia barely ever went with him, you know, let alone on on her own, it was one of those things where she just said, you know, I'm going. And he's like, wow, that's great, I guess. You know, thought it was out of character. Didn't think too much of it. So while she's out, Mike is laid up. He just had surgery. He calls it back surgery. She refers to it as liposuction. Either way, he's not running around. And like, why is the gym rat getting liposuction? I'm really curious which it is. I Exactly. I He didn't lose that much weight from like before the no. incident versus after. No, so no, no. maybe I, she's just trying to be an maybe, ass. <laughs> you know what, though? After this, maybe it was he was like stress eating or something. Because, you know, li- lipo's reversible. <laughs> so while at the gym... Dahlia gets a phone call from the police saying that there had been an incident at her home. Now, she's probably not super surprised at this phone call because, again, the plan's already in motion. But they say you need to get home. So Dahlia pulls up to her home and sees not just the police, but cops filming. Not, you know, like, uh, wait, Cops the show filming, because obviously when the police are there, cops are there. No, Uh, cops the show is also filming. So there's like film crews, there's police cars, there's sirens, there's ambulance, there's everything. And she's like, what? This is crazy. So excited. Exactly. She's like, it happened. So then she's approached by an officer who tells her that there's been an incident and her husband, Mike, is dead. But before he gets that really important last part out, like that last word, she he she, starts to say killed, but he it's like, ki- yeah. And she freaks out. Like we're talking violent sobbing. I mean, wailing, screaming that she's got to see him. She needs to see him. What about the dog? I think there was a dog. And this cop had an answer for everything i mean if he didn't get an oscar nomination i i don't know because he's like nope we've already called animal control it's being taken care of you can't go in there the scene's been blocked up he's been murdered so insane insane now granted anyone could know that something wasn't okay by the sirens and the show cops and all this other stuff but the premature reaction probably wasn't in her best interests (laughs) Just, just throwing it out there So she's begging, she's screaming, and I mean, just so in the world of improv, I don't know if you're familiar, but there's this whole thing where you have to say yes and, so you never say no to anything in improv, you just go with it. And this cop was like yes anding her on every single level. I mean, just amazing. I mean, I want to go to the school of acting that this man did. 
So they bring her to the station, and with cameras rolling, they Mirandize her, which they say is totally normal. It's not, FYI. Don't, like, if they Mirandize you, just ask for a lawyer. Like, that's all I can say. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, what are you talking, sorry. Like, no, that's My okay. My brain's not at full <laughs> function today. If they, like, if you walk into a police station and they say, we just have some questions, but first we're going to, like, read you your rights and Mirandize you ask for an attorney just like ask for an attorney don't answer questions it's not normal to do that if they're just asking questions unless you're like super guilty in which case don't ask for an attorney yeah don't ask for an attorney answer their questions exactly tell all of the details from start to finish and then write it out and then sign off on it okay just do that thank you So then they question her and she goes from acting like this grieving widow um, to the tears just kind of making a hard stop. And she just starts spilling tea on Mike, her dead husband, who isn't actually dead. And would you like a reenactment of this moment, Kristen? I would love it. Okay. So it's basically like, (laughs) you know, he really wasn't a great guy. Um, he definitely went to jail for two years. Like her, everything, <laughs> the, the, the tears just hard stop. And she's like, let me tell you all the awful things about the man I'm married to. So much drama, so much drama. Right, and they're like, did he have any enemies? And she's like, <laughs> so, many, so many, so many enemies. Everybody he wasn't a good him. person. Everybody hated him, <laughs> including me, which is why I hired a hitman to have him killed. Uh, she didn't say the last part, though. No, she didn't. She didn't. But then the reveal So they bring in the quote unquote hitman. And when that doesn't break her, they basically say, guess what? He's an undercover cop. We know everything. And you're under arrest for plotting the murder of your husband. Like, and the denial. Oh, my God. The denial is insane. The denial is. It's a whole other level of denial. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. So uh, meanwhile, while all of this is going on, Mike, who was basically woken up by a bunch of police officers knocking on his door that morning. Terrifying. Yeah. To say, guess what? We need to get you in on this sting because your wife has been plotting to murder you. And this guy is a fake hitman and he's supposed to be killing you. And he's just like, yo, I've been sleeping next to a sociopath. And I thought I was the bad person in this relationship. But the thing is, he wasn't that surprised, which is so crazy. But it also, I think it started making sense to him. All like of all the those weird adding things. up, like start. Um, exactly. Why can't I speak like today? The uh, within like the routine changes and then like the drugs the and the car drugs, searches, yeah. all of that kind of stuff. I mean, he literally found like he went to get gas one day. He opened his gas tank and like inside the door there it was, was a- they were inside like when you where you put the pump. Exactly. Exactly. They were like Not stuck just the door, in there, but like sort of when thing. you unscrew the gas cap, it was in there, it a little baggy of drugs. Like a bag of drugs. They just shoved it in there and it's like that crazy i have to say though that at this point so dahlia is under arrest mike is like freaking out and like processing dahlia gets her phone call right so her phone call is to mike the guy that she just planned to kill and the gaslighting that goes on in this phone call she's literally guilt tripping him for not helping her and I just can't even. And by not helping her, we mean, like, while she's arrested, not, like, to plan his murder. Right. 
But right. she's like, no, I didn't do this. What? You know I, I didn't, didn't do, do anything. This. What are you talking about? I didn't do anything. And, and, and he's sh- like, girl, I saw you. I exactly. saw the I video. I saw the tapes. I, I heard the recording. I heard your voice. I saw 5, you on the video. thousand percent sure, you know. You said this, this, and this. And she's like, no, I didn't do anything. Yeah. And she's what? like, can you call my parents? And he's like, I already called your parents. Like, you're on your own. Like, I'm not going to help you. I mean, it it was just insane. Like, I, I don't think that I could have the audacity. Well, one, I couldn't have the audacity to plan a murder. But then on top of that, I couldn't have the audacity to plan a murder and then ask that person to help me out of a bad situation. So then we've got the trial. Oh, ho, ho, the trial. So we have the reality show cops involved, of course, but according to the defense, all of this that occurred was a staged performance that Mike was in on, that Muhammad was in on, that the undercover cop was in on, that the Boynton Police Department was in on, that Dahlia was in on, and it was staged for social media basically to get a reality show because Mike wanted to have his own Jersey shore. Now would we call it Boynton beach? Like what would we, was that what it would be called? Probably. Yeah. Okay. So I could buy that maybe, but um, I cannot buy that the police were involved. No. Like Like, at all along with that, the the balls to use that as a defense Uh, the police staged me completely. Right. Right. What? It's insane. It's I mean, like literally the defense says that Dahlia knew all about the undercover cop, that she and the ex-boyfriend and Mike would be, you know, Mike would be the victim and all this other stuff. And they all knew it was staged and they just really wanted their own reality show. And they, I guess they were put it on YouTube or something. She's like, there's a script and I knew I was being filmed and all of that. So luckily, the jury did not try it or buy it in her first trial. That was in 2011. And they found her guilty of murder. The well, judge attempted murder. Attempt, oh, yeah. Excuse <laughs> me. Found her guilty of attempted murder or plot to commit murder. I think it was something like that. So the judge referred to the plot as pure evil and then sentenced her to 20 years. Now, in the second trial, because, of course, there's a second trial in 2014, The defense took a different route, stating that, yes, everyone was in on it. But what really happened was the Boynton Beach Police Department staged the sting, which, I mean, technically they did stage a sting, but they staged the sting with the understanding that Dahlia never really wanted to kill her husband, but they kind of forced her into wanting to kill her husband so that they had basically good TV for the cops television show. Right. She said she was blackmailed. Yeah. Yeah. I, again, and like it had to have the balls to. There, exactly. Like there were points where she claimed that Muhammad, the boyfriend, was like, no, we're in too deep. We have to keep doing this and like held her at gunpoint and threatened to kill her and threatened to kill everybody. And it's like, OK, none of that happened, Dahlia. Like, stop dreaming. So excessive. None of it. Not to mention she still she says she's 5000 percent sure. And it's like, you know, you're going back on it for being so sure. You know what I mean? <laughs> so the second trial, unfortunately, ended in a hung jury and a third trial date loomed. So Dahlia, who spent the time between trials under house arrest at her mom's, 
actually got pregnant and had a baby during this time. So who the fuck is sleeping with this chick? Like, how bad is it out there in the dating pool that you're like, look, this girl cheated on her husband and plotted to kill her husband with the ex-boyfriend is no longer with the ex-boyfriend was probably messing around with some other people too, based on, you know, testimony from other people. But I'm going to go ahead and have what, like unprotected sex with this woman and have babies with her. There's some really crazy people. I mean, they might want to get famous. I mean, so yeah, that's fair. That's fair. By impregnating a crazy person that's who fair. is on trial and probably going to jail. And so it was true. pretty publicized. But I mean, I don't know their name, so it didn't really work out. No, Jokes it really you. didn't. It really now didn't. Because it was, it was hard to find the name. Like I did. I looked around a little bit and they probably published it somewhere. But like, I don't even want to give this guy the time of day. So in the third trial, it only took the jury 90 minutes to convict her. She's currently serving a 16-year sentence while her mother raises her son. As for Mike, well, obviously he's divorced from Dahlia, and he's still working hard in the real estate game with his company, Atlantic Florida Properties. So I guess if you're looking for property down in Boynton Beach, Mike DiPolito's your guy. (laughs) Give him a call. And if you do meet him, ask him all the questions and give us all the answers. Exactly. Contact us. Meet him. Like, sit him down, quiz him. I I, I kind of want to take a trip down to Boynton Beach. Like, maybe we'll spring break it down there or something. and uh, Pretend to like, buy a house. Exactly. Be like, <laughs> hi, we're interested in purchasing, purchasing a property from you. By the way, we need to know all the details. I mean, how do you... Yeah. Like, that's got to be interesting to, to be, like, kind of in the spotlight and still have to deal with people. I don't know. Wild. Yep. So... That is the crazy case of Dahlia DiPolito and her very failed plot to murder her husband, Mike. Thank you so much for tuning in. And we will be back next week with uh, Jody Arias. Another crazy, crazy piece. Who is unfortunately more successful than Dahlia, but like Looney Tune to say the yeah. least. Absolutely. Okay. Bye. All right, guys. Bye.